And hello and uh, why have I started like that? Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, guys. Um, welcome to the 14th episode. We've done 14, Joe. We've done 14 well. episodes. I think we've tried. We've really we have. tried. Um, we have. Considering that we have such busy schedules in our life, <laughs> um, we do. We've actually managed to, you know, devote time to this, and it's something that I genuinely look forward to because um, it's very inter- it's very f- nice to talk to you and all our guests about the kind of video games that we're playing. Yep, yep. I mean, I don't even think we tap into so many video games, like oh, that, but the world no. of video games is huge. Oh, it's very huge. I mean, there's so much content to talk about. We don't know where to start. There's sometimes. a lot, so and much. I realized that. Um, with the topic that we're going to discuss today. But even before that, what have you been playing, man? Oh, so interesting today, I found a deal on um, PA, uh, PlayStation Store. Mm-hmm. So I bought um, Star Wars um, Fallen um, Is it Fallen Jedi? Or Fallen Order? The new Fallen Star- Order? Yeah, I think that... Is it the one by Respawn? No, no, no. no that, is it Respawn? Yeah, because... Yeah, so it's a new one. Hold on, let me check. Is that the one where you control the Jedi and you have to... Yeah, that's the, that's the one. So yeah, I started playing that today, and so far so good. It's it's is it not difficult? Yeah, yeah. Fallen Order. Yeah, yeah, Fallen Order. Yeah, it's it's by Respawn. So yeah, shout out yeah. to shout out to Ravi. Yeah, Ravi. And Respawn. Yeah, so it's so far so good. Like the combat is a bit uneven. It's I'm having a bit difficulty like getting a good flow. I mean, I just started, but it's hard. so I think that game. Um, I've not played it, but I remember I was reading um an article about games that are souls like. Which are like yeah, Demon Souls yeah. and uh, Dark Souls and all that, and it's, yeah. it's supposed to be like that because it's not very. It's I think it's kind of like. Do you have a stamina meter? Yeah, you do. So, uh-huh, so yes, exactly. The, yeah. So it's not like you just go slash slash and yeah. you have to parry, you have to block, watch your stamina. So they said this is a Souls like Jedi game. Yeah. So I'm I'm taking a, it's taking me a while to get used to the combat, but so far so good. So yeah, I'm playing that. I played that today. Hopefully, I, I don't know how long it is, but. If I keep playing, I'll finish it within the week. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. I have been playing Oxenfree. Oh, yeah. Um, kind of discovered that through a friend who had posted about this other game called, I think, um, I f- sorry, I forgot the name, but it's by a group called Night School or something like that. Or Night. Or I'm getting my... Th- but basically, he posted about a game which is about two friends going to hell to mm. get their third friend back. <laughs> and they have to drink, uh, out drink the devil. Mm-hmm. And in a bunch of games. And so they had done a game before that called Oxenfree. Uh-huh, yep. And you're basically on an island uh, and it's a supernatural game. Yeah. And I've played like an hour. It's supposed to be a very short game. Um, yeah. I've, I've liked the game so far. It's Visually, very, it's very interesting. It's very interesting, yeah. yeah. And, I'm also, and apparently the story is really good. So I'm trying to see where it goes. It goes, yeah. And what's happening. So yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I've also... In fact, I'm even actually reading a book about video games. Um it's called Console Wars. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. With Sega versus Nintendo. So I'm like 20-something percent inside. Nice. And yo, Nintendo, man. <laughs> they... They were... They, so it's like the book you... They were yeah. bullies, basically. They're bullies, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah, big names. In the late 80s and early 90s, they were bullies because... The thing is, uh, gaming was huge in America. Like, it started, blew up, and Atari yeah. was like the leader. And then the whole world of gaming exploded, right? It, yeah. It imploded, basically. And... I think what happened was then people thought maybe gaming can't be big again until mm-hmm. Nintendo came on the scene. Mm-hmm. And Japan was still doing well, but they yeah, needed Jap- America. Yeah, because biggest, that's where like, the gaming yeah. thing happened. So then they went to America and Nintendo slowly but steadily managed to rise up and then, you know, they got Mario. And they got them, and yeah, Mario was a big catalyst. They started with uh, the Donkey Kong game, the one where Mario has to save the princess. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember the um, one. And then from there it became, and that blew up and then, you know, they started doing like one, and their console was really good. The NES, the NES, oh, I think it was called the Famicom in Japan. It, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. called. Yeah, by America, and it was the called name. the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yep. And it's like what happened with Nintendo is that once they started getting a lot of money, everybody realized, yo, these guys are the big daddies in gaming. Mm-hmm. They did a lot of like they had so many uh, terms and conditions <laughs> that you couldn't. So it's like if you're a game, if you're somebody who made game like the software, right? Yeah. You had to sign a lot of deals with them, and in as much as you would make your profit, it wasn't enough. Yeah, because because Nintendo controlled a lot of it, and the thing is, you couldn't not work with Nintendo. Yeah, because they're the biggest um, gaming company then, right? And so it was like, it's either you work with them or you don't, and Hmm. they really strong arm strong armed a lot of companies. So many. And then Sega came, and it's giving like an idea that okay, 
this is what we're going to do. Nintendo is catering. And you know, Nintendo had this thing called the Nintendo Standard of Quality. So if you made a game, they would test it. And then they would go through the whole game and see if it ticked t- certain checkboxes. Right. If it didn't, they would tell you to make changes. Then you have to send it back to them. If <laughs> Only then they would approve it on their platform. Oh, so yeah, they yeah, were very yeah, kid-friendly yeah. and all that. And then Sega decided that we're not going to... We're know, going to go totally opposite. opposite. And then Mortal Kombat and all those games came out like and yeah. then blew up on that year. So it's been interesting to read. And I'm, I mean... I guess like now that game that book came out like I think ninety three or something like that. Well, so well, well. obviously like in hindsight now I can see that Nintendo is big, oh, but Nintendo yeah. obviously eventually had to deal with Sony. Sony so became the big, big thing, and then Microsoft came in eventually. And now so like these three are the ones who are ruling the roost in terms of console games. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. PC gaming is again a completely oh, different a completely sector. Completely different. Um, which comes to our now topic today: E three, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one. The Did you watch it live? Did you um, watch it live? So there are some um, conferences I scheduled to watch on YouTube. So because nice. I know I couldn't watch everything, but there's so much. There's a lot going. There's on. There's so much. I'm like, I'll just pick my spots and just watch what yeah. these guys. Have so you managed to watch the live ones, like yeah, the, like developers came in because most of them when they eat, it's around like five or six, and I was done with work. So I'm like, oh, I can I can watch nice these. Watch. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So normally with E3, right? Like, I mean. I've always known that E3 keeps happening and then the fall, like what happens late, like it comes out afterwards, right? Then yeah. they drop the trailers, yeah. the new games come and show the trailer, like new companies, you know, like these are new games that are coming out, trailers and etc. And this year, like another thing with E3 also is that, so I, I've been reading into it and then listening to a lot of podcasts about it and stuff and then it's like, there's some who don't uh, show their games inside the E3 conference. Yeah, they show it But they show it outside. Yeah. So they'll have like a tent and everything pitched outside. Yeah. And they just like, you know, because of people coming to E3, people just go and watch them. Mm-hmm. And so they showcase the games like that. Like one company that does as Devolver, they're like the indie, they do a lot of indie, indie games, games stuff yeah. like, yeah. And then yeah, like indie games do of, a lot. Because yeah, even in the book press reset, one of the companies, like the type of Devolver, yeah, they, they went to right? them yeah. straight. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, part. Enter the Gungeon. That was the game that you were talking about. Yeah. And so I, I started reading about it and a lot of people who are tied to the game industry, their complaint was that, not complaint, but I mean, there's nothing you can do, it's a pandemic. <laughs> um, was that the charm of E3 would also be that you'd go there if you're a journalist and you'd meet game developers on the spot, mm-hmm. you'd meet yeah. the creators. On the floor, so you'd get yeah. like sound bites, you can make articles. And, like, but with this, everything was online. There's not, no, because they were telling like, there's a thrill of like having to chase somebody and then get like yeah, five fine, minutes out of yeah. him. Or sometimes they'll give you a throwaway line and you use it for some article on your website. Like exactly. Otaku, Tuck, yeah, Tuck, yeah. But there was nothing in this time around. There's like, no interactivity. It was very scheduled. Yeah. Yeah. The whole E3 was online. But apparently next year they plan to do it back in India. Yeah, this week. America is like, everybody's getting vaccinated and stuff. Right? That'd be so good. Like, yeah. Because, yeah, I think, I think, because I've watched E3 since, since. I mean, I've always been a fan of E3 because I want to see what games are New coming games out. Are yeah, and then it's interesting to hear like, you know, the like how the build-up is. Yeah, like, exactly. But this time I was like, hmm, this is all online. Everything is just scheduled videos and videos and videos. I'm like, oh. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, you can't, you can't do anything. But it didn't feel very organic like the past. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. And, um, this time around, um, so I watched all the trailers. I tried to watch most of the trailers. I found one very resourceful person on her channel put up like playlists of each company yeah, that did yeah, their trailers. Really, yeah. She removed all the developers talking, so just Good. trailers. <laughs> Which it really didn't like. Um, I wasn't really like, I was like, okay, I don't mind if I don't if I miss the developers' talks oh, that's and stuff. Fine. But I was looking forward to the games. Yeah. And I think like one of the big hitters uh, was... Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. Mike, oh, yeah. Microsoft. They showcased like dude, 20 plus games. They really came. Because I mean, the Bethesda, they came and it's like, we're going to show you yeah, what so we, it was why, called why, why we bought them. It was called the Xbox Bethesda uh, lineup yeah, like that. Exactly. And, okay, one thing before I wanted to get into that is I realized that um, when they were buying it, they were wondering that, you know, pre-existing games made by Bethesda on uh, other platforms, yeah. they're going to be there. Yeah. The problem now is that are they going to put the new games onto the other platforms? platforms and, uh, and they're not. They're not. I because mean, um, there's a game that Bethesda has been making for a long time which they started off with. Oh, yeah. Starfield. Uh, Starfield. And it's like, they just showed a bit. It's space exploration, <laughs> yeah. etc. And the first thing after, literally the video gets on, is like, Xbox. Xbox. Console ex- exclusive. <laughs> out on Game Pass day one. And, yeah. and even like one of these journalists I follow was like, 
So yeah, uh, Microsoft is not up to sharing, up for sharing. I mean, if you if on Microsoft, the thing is this, I get it. Like, but you see, the thing with buying like a Bethesda is like, imagine if they bought EA instead. EA has EA has a lot of properties under them. (laughs) So much. You've got like FIFA. You've got um, Madden. Madden. You've and you know they're all on all all the platforms. Or imagine if they buy Ubisoft. I'm Mm, I'm not saying it's possible. Am I? Yeah. But I got you. The fact that these guys don't cater to one, you do have deals with them where they do console exclusives. So you pay them more, or you do time time exclusive. That's why. So one year on your and then you come out. Yeah. But in this case, Micro just came and under Bethesda, they have so many studios. So many studios. Arcane. They have um the guy Guys, Ed, it, who, yeah, it's awesome. and you know a bunch of others so it's like now if i'm a ps guy i'm like only playing guy now and i want to play starfield because i've been following the mm-hmm. development and then you're like yeah and i can't play it on that can't play it on that system now it also now uh, the ball is in microsoft's code do they want to let th- them be on other platforms maybe later on they might read some they might agreement. i mean yeah they might say because okay you know what we've gotten our profit from the console exclusive so let's give it yeah. to other this thing and they even, own the stu- they own the studio so yeah, they make even money even even that they're not even like like i keep reading and like people keep saying right, microsoft is not more even interested in like driving the console sales oh yeah like that's that. they, yeah they are it's moving the game pass. pass yeah the game, the game pass. pass thing is what's doing it and hmm. the appeal of Game Pass now is that if I'm these new games are all going to come out on day one, day one. On yeah, that, when, when it launches, yeah. Why? Because I was literally talking to you and then another like Ravi told the other day that I think I might just end up buying an Xbox Series X. I want to now. True. I wouldn't have bought it initially. Like it wasn't my first purchase. Like, yeah, first, it's still same. PS5. PS5. Yeah. At this point, it keeps looking like. And first of all, I can't get a PS5. <laughs> you guys, man, you need to release more consoles, please. Yeah, Sony, we're begging you. <laughs> please, we do we need more. But outside of that, it's like. The Xbox makes more sense, I guess. Because sure. I don't have a gaming PC, so I can't play. Yeah, I can't play on the PC, I yeah. want to play on... So, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It makes sense, a lot right? of sense. I mean, yeah. game, it comes out day one. Just, you know, go to the store. Just pick it up and just play. It makes yeah. I, re- I was reading about it yesterday. I'm like, this is a good deal. There was even an article I read where the guy said... Basically, the person was like... Um, th- this game on PS5 came on Returnal, right? Yeah. And Microsoft dropped another game. So, he was like, with the Game Pass... He could download the game. He played like an hour of it and he's like, oh, fuck it. I don't want to play this. Exactly. And he deleted the game off his console. Yeah. With a game like Returnal, right? Um, hmm. He said, he, he, once he bought it for $60 or $70, I think now, mm-hmm. he has to play it. Yeah, he has to. There's no way he can't. So unless they later on, like a year later, drop on PS yeah, Plus and yeah. or something. But you see, those are ifs and buts That's at the end of the ifs. day, right? It's not like, yeah. But anyways, um, moving to the things. Um... Star Starfield was big. Yeah, that's a um, big. They had this game called Back for Blood, which is by the Left for Dead guys. Left for Dead guys. I mean, it looks like Left for Dead. It looks like Left for Dead, but it looks interesting again. Like, sure. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm up for playing a game like that. I mean, I need. I <laughs> I think the appeal of that also is that you play with your friends. Friends, I think. Because when I play Left for Dead with my friends in uni, it was fun. Yeah, true. Because you know, everybody's like, playing. Yeah, everybody's playing. But also, you know, like the pressure would be that don't fuck up. So. <laughs> um, they showed a lot of games. Obviously, you can't go through all. Oh yeah, I mean. But one he, game he, that stuck was the Sea of Thieves. Did you see that? I um, saw that they did a Jack Sparrow, Sparrow pa- Pirates of the Caribbean game, which is and interesting. This E3, I realized that Disney have given, like, have a, a bunch of their properties turned yeah, into licensing, games yeah. that have come out, which would, anyways, come to. Um, they showed Battlefield 2042, which looks that, insane. That looks insane. Like, the first time they announced that Battlefield was coming, I'm like, okay, does it have a single player? They said, no, no single yeah, player. And I was uh, kind of disappointed. But then I saw how it played, or how it looked, and I, I mean, was I like, guess, and I was like, I I might buy this and play. Like, there might be no. I mean, there's no campaign, I guess. It's no campaign, but it's, it's like. But they said it's like 128 player battle royale, well, and it's like right now that's the that's the biggest that's thing. That's the thing because everybody's doing that. Exactly, right? and the fact that say that it's not going to be just players. Sometimes it'll be just bots playing. So okay. it's like, okay, this I can actually get into this. Yeah, I'm interested to see how. Same. It works I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm disappointed that there's no single. Um, player campaign, but the world is going to multiplayer. That's it. That's that's it. Okay. No, but I mean, there's still a lot of games. I mean, it's still like single it. player, but yeah, still. I mean, like yeah, but I would like to play a nice battlefield futuristic game in like single player, but exactly. maybe yeah, because the multiplayer, th- even Ubisoft like this, you know, um, they've done a heavy push for free to play games uh, yeah. for mobile. Yeah, yeah, they're doing like an assassin. So basically, you play and then you do in-game purchases because mm-hmm. that also makes a shit ton of money. It does. I don't know what where the appeal is, but again, I don't play those free. I mean, it's about competitive, I so I get it. <laughs> game. But there's a huge market for free to play games, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
So yeah, the Jack Sparrow game looked pretty interesting. Um, there was this one game that looked really—I mean, they didn't even show like they literally showed like twenty sec- twenty seconds of it. <laughs> Which was it? Like it was called Twelve Minutes. Yes, that game is um, fantastic. Looks fantastic. Annapurna Interactive. Uh, Annapurna actually does make movies as well. They famously made um, what's that movie about them? They stop bombs and stuff. They go to Iraq or something. Oh, um, that's um, in Big Low. Uh, yeah, um, Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. Yeah. yeah. So Annapurna was the one that produced that movie. And they've been doing a lot of indie movies and they've gone into gaming as well. This is, so this is one, because one thing that stood out was that the actor and act, the characters are played by James McAvoy and, and Daisy Ridley. Yeah, even um, Defoe, William Defoe is in yeah, it. Yeah, William Defoe was like, 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 whoa! I was like, whoa! And it's some sort of time loop game or something like that. Yeah, and I was like, wow, this is very different. Yeah. I'm really interested in And you realize that a lot of the big producers, um, sorry, the big, like, you know, like Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, Nintendo anyways, yeah, they've got a lot of indie games. They're pushing for a lot of indie games. Yeah. So right now, apparently the new move is that now that they're done buying all these big studios and they're making AAA <laughs> games, they're moving to indie. So Sony, Microsoft have been doing heavy pitches for indie games. And it makes sense because if your AAA game is not coming out or delayed, you need something you need to fill. Yeah, yeah. And no, there's a huge market for indie games because... Yeah. I realized that um, when over the E3 that I was watching, there were so many platformer games. Ooh, there were, so there were games that literally looked like games that came out in the 90s. Yes, And true. it's like people want to play retro-looking games or retro-style yeah, of games. Retro-style games. Like, so those difficult... Because remember back in the day, those games were difficult as fuck. They were. <laughs> now at least they've balanced it. Yeah. And like I realized that, you know, they've been doing a lot of these kind of like indie games. And the Switch is also a huge marketplace for indie games. Same, yeah, because, I mean, it's the perfect platformer like console. And the fact that you can take the Switch and move around. Exactly. The on-the-go factor. So a lot of people drop the indie games on that and then they, then they move to the Microsoft Xbox. Yeah. True. But Xbox apparently is also very big on indie because Switch has, the Switch has even helped a lot of people make money because of the fact that the That's Switch true. came out at a time. And so if it doesn't do well on Steam, the Switch is still there because, you know, true. Steam has like all the games on PC, like, yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um... There was, a, there was this game that called Somerville. I saw that. Somebody said it was I, like um, The Last of Us because it looked it was like a father and a daughter. Thing. Yeah, so there's it's also, cause these guys also made this game. It's called Limbo. And Limbo is a very, oh, very interesting game. These are the guys who made Limbo. These are the guys. That's oh, why it had that same style. Same and they made Inside as well. They made Inside too. So oh, it had the same That explains yeah, it. It had the same it. style. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I was like, I'm interested in this. Oh, okay. Nice, nice, nice. Somerville looked Pretty interesting. Yeah, really I, interesting. I can't wait to see that. It looks looks very quirky. And again, if you're saying I it's my limbo, that. then yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that. it makes sense now. There was this game called Halo. I mean, sorry, not, not this game. The Halo Infinite. They showed the multiplayer. Halo, finally. And they showed the single player. Um, I think I haven't played Halo like, since Halo 1. It's a bit of a while. So I've not been following the story like that. Yeah, I think I, I finished after um, Halo Reach. That was the last was one it, I played. Is that the fourth one? That was, it was like a prequel to Halo. Wow. Yeah, so it was pretty good. I was like, I think it was one of the best Halo games I played. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and it was really good. I was like, wow, this is a good story. Halo is like basically Microsoft's like oh yeah, is that money? This thing, right? basically. And it really looked okay. I mean, they even shown they showed the multiplayer gameplay, which looked ridiculous. Really look really good. I mean, Halo I mean, Halo multiplayer is fun. fun. Yeah, I love that. I mean, yeah. if you compare it to it, Call of Duty is way too serious. But Halo is like you want to jump into Halo and play multiplayer. It's fun, fun. Because even the other time uh, last year during the lockdown. Um, one of our friends was did a Halo thing at his house with oh, his nice. brothers and I was playing and it was even Halo 1 no, and it's still oh, fun. It's still fun. That's like, the thing. Yeah, so yeah, I, I mean, it. Halo Infinite, you know, it's no more by Bungie now, it's by 343 Studios because, yeah. you know, then they Bungie left up. them and yeah. they're doing Destiny in it. Yeah. Um, there was also, like, they showed a bunch of other games. Um, they showed the trailer for Outer Worlds 2 which was hilarious. Do, you know, it's funny. When they did that, I kept laughing because it was like when I read the book, the press reset book, I'm like, perfect. He, they are telling you what happens and with yeah, game developers. They literally, they literally showed like the, okay, um, this is the trailer. It has to be cool. Oh, yeah. I to show you this big slow motion. Monster, slow motion. Yeah. And I loved it. And, um, same guys who made, I think, who made Fallout. Fallout, yeah, exactly. I think it's Obsidian. Obsidian, yeah, yeah. Obsidian, yeah. And as I, so when Outer Worlds came, I wasn't actually interested in playing it. Same. Saw the trailer of Outer Worlds 2, I went to check <laughs> where Obsi- uh, uh, Outer Worlds for one. And I will definitely buy it and play it because. Yeah, yeah. because they, they were like, yeah, we need more. Very cre- quirky, very funny. I, like I love it. Yeah. Perfect, it was perfect. And, and the biggest game on the Microsoft platform that came, that they said is coming back, is Microsoft Flight Simulator, bitches! <laughs> I've been seeing this Flight Simulator again. I want to play it because it's on PC and you need a high-end PC to play this. Bro, <laughs> here's the thing. Microsoft Flight Simulator, right? 
is actually a genuine um, way to actually learn how to fly. In a this way. is true. People were using it to learn how to fly. Yeah, it's true. I'm I'm just wondering, like, when is Microsoft going to like try to license it? Like, yeah, this is our virtual simulator for so flying. I, you might they might even have a contract. You never. Mm, true. I mean, it's perfect because every time I look at it, I'm like, this is how I want to play this game and learn how to fly a plane. So yeah, the, that that was one of the games that, that was, was coming big. Out. Um, it's coming on Xbox finally. Yeah, because it was been on PC. Forza. Horizon 5, like, that looked very nice. That looked fun. Like, it's funny because I'm not the biggest car exploration, like, drive, yeah, but yeah, that yeah. game looked you fantastic. Look, yeah, they said cool. it's open world and they recreated the whole, ha! I forgot which part of America. Uh, they, um, they did Mexico. Oh, yeah, Mexico. And it looks fantastic. I'm like, yeah. well, how did you guys do this game? Um, There was this game that I've been following for a while and they showed another trailer, Atomic Heart. I've seen this game. It looks like Bioshock. Yes, thank you. Like Bioshock. Because you can use your hands Hand to, to yeah. I got the same impression. Like, this is a Bioshock But I'm game. again disappointed now because we can't play it on any other thing except Xbox. True. Because before that, they were, you know, supposed it was to on consoles. Because I literally have a, a, um, a note where I put, like, games that were coming up and then to follow. Yeah. And Atomic Heart was on it. So when mm-hmm. I saw the trailer, I'm like, I know this game. I mm-hmm. realized that fuck is on Xbox. Yeah, Xbox. Yeah. Console exclusive. Mm. And then they, I found out that Microsoft has twenty six studios. Oh. oh yeah, they. How oh yeah, I think they, last they year they bought been buying. Lot. They bought. They bought Rare. So yeah, Rare is the one Rare. that's making um the parts of the Caribbean. Yeah. Game. And Rare used to be very big. Uh, oh, because on of Nintendo, Nintendo sixty four. I remember that. They made Gold, the good man golden Kazumi. guy. Wait. They made golden guy. They made golden eye. Was it Rare? Yeah, it was rare. Ah, they made Golden Eye. Yeah. They made Banjo Kazooie, which was a very favorite of mine. Yeah. Uh, they made um and Banjo Kazooie even had a Microsoft uh, I think on 360 they did it. They yeah, they They've did. They've done it. I think Perfect Dark as well. Perfect Dark was, was an interesting game. Then I'm, they are making a new one. Yeah, 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 a new one so, actually. Rare Rare has done like Rare is very big on N64, I remember. Yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah, yeah, Microsoft has been, been buying studios some since last year. And the biggest acquisition is obviously Bethesda. Exactly. And they're cool now. Microsoft is okay, stop buying studios. It's too much. And they bought this guy Team Ninja too. They made um Are you joking? Yeah they did. Ah, they, they Team made Ninja, Ninja Gaiden and yeah. Neo Neo 2. Yeah, exactly. Oh they bought God. Ninja. Jesus so yeah, because this is the like same guys who are making um they I think it's Hellblade. Studios, bro. We, we, yeah. <laughs> They, they 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 bought um, Hellblade. The second part is now coming out on only Microsoft. Exactly. Oh, fuck you, Microsoft. <laughs> Stop this. This is buy- I mean, it makes sense because you want to buy the studios that make the really good games and have it only on your console. So I, I get it in a way. Do, do you remember? Okay, talking about Team Ninja. I think it is Team Ninja. Um, do you remember this game on PS3? Was like one of the games that came out, which I really enjoyed a lot. It's called um, Heavenly Sword or something. Yes, like that. Heavenly Sword. And I was praying that they would make a, um, what do you call like it? Like a remake? Yes, but they're not going to. Yeah, I think they're moving on. No, the them. reason they can't, you see, it was a PS3 exclusive, right? Uh-huh. And Microsoft bought the studio that owns it. <laughs> okay, it wasn't Team It wasn't Team Ninja that made it. No, it wasn't them. Uh, I'm sure one of those studios, uh, one of those, is, it Jap- is it a Japanese studio? It is like it's one of those studios that they but it wasn't it because I'm checking the wiki and I can't find it on there. But basically, Team Ninja makes um, Dead or Alive. They made Ninja Gaiden, and it's Ninja Theory. Oh, rather it's Ninja Theory. Okay, so yeah. we got a we got our studios mixed up. Yeah, Ninja Theory made up, but yeah, but yeah, but Team Ninja made um, Hellblade. Yeah, did they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, I'm seeing it right now. Ninja Theory. Yeah, they made Hellblade, and they made Heavenly Sword too. No, which Ninja company? Is it Team Ninja? Nin- ninja Theory. Ninja, aha. Uh-huh. So they ninja didn't buy theory. Team Ninja. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, sorry guys, we got our ninjas mixed yeah, up. Ninja. <laughs> it's Ninja Theory that made Em and Lee sort of. Uh-huh. And Microsoft has bought them. Yes. Exactly. So when I was talking, I remember I was like, they should make a sequel and a remake of it on the PS4, PS4. And then I realized nah, they will never do that because do that. Microsoft owns it. Hmm. So yeah, thank you Microsoft for <laughs> killing our hopes. I mean, joking, I'm Microsoft would just say, yeah, get on, get on Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Which we are finally going to do that. Yes. Um, and they ended their uh, segment with this game called Redfall. That game looks like awesome. Fantastically good. I mean, that's one of the... Uh, apparently, they've been working on it for a while. Yeah. They, I don't know if they started last year or two years ago. I but think like, like two years. It's been there and I think it was supposed to be an, a Microsoft exclusive. Exactly. And it's basically a vampire third-person shooter game. It looks interesting. With four characters. So, yeah. I yeah. realized also that maybe I don't... I'm not too much in there. But I also realized a lot of these games have been co-op ready. Like, they've been making... Yes, a making lot a lot of co-op, co-op games. Because I think... It's true. The appeal also being that Today, you and I can buy the game and then play it and then, you know... Like yeah, and it can be also single-player too. You can play it by yourself or you can just get a friend to play. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a good way to just get more people involved in the oh, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. That's just true. 
But yeah. yeah, so basically that was Microsoft. But they, I think, had like the longest, not the longest, but they had like a very big, very like, yeah, yeah they have more games, games and like, like for one studio at least. I think. Yeah, exactly. Because if you look at the other um, publishers, like there were some like Na- um, Bandai Namco and then um, Konami. Yeah, and Cap- okay, Konami and Capcom, right? The thing about them was that they had very short game trailers. Very. The uh, games were also already shown on other platforms. Like, yeah, I think Microsoft had one, exactly. and they had another. Like the other people had one, so like they didn't need to now come and do the whole thing them. again. True, but yeah. So then I was a Nintendo one. Nintendo um hmm. had like their own more. There were only like four things that stood out a lot to me because um they were there were three new games, and then mm-hmm. there was one that they were coming to now show you. That they've got this deal happening, but a lot of the things were like other games. I mean, they did show new games coming out, yeah. masters as well. Yeah, remi- but of course. Nintendo again. Um, they said that they're trying to get most of the games shown out in 2021. Mm. They've been trying, and they didn't specify. They said we're working hard to get out 2021. Right. Think about Nintendo. Nobody knows what's happening. It's, nobody it's knows man, until like, they come out. They're like you never. But know. one of the big announcements they did was Super Smash Brothers. Uh, has a tie up with Tekken now. Yeah, sorry. So Kazuya can I come saw, in, and Kazuya was fucking shit. Ah, man, man. I was like, listen, what? It just dropped him. Yeah, people it's going to be like an update for the Super Smash Brothers. Like, so I'm like, the hell? And you see, this is the coolest thing ever, right? Um, you realize Super Smash Brothers has like a bunch of characters. Yeah, they do. Um, they have their own characters. They have like characters from other, other companies, games. which True. I don't know how they managed to do. They have, um, and this is the closest we're going to get to Tekken versus Street Fighter. Because <laughs> Ryu is in there, Ken they is in there. They're still working on that, apparently. And they have Kazuya. I mean, I don't know if those two studios are going to make it. They said they're working on Super it, Smash man. Super Smash Brothers is giving us an avenue. True, yeah, they're either giving us something. Because I saw they were Kazuya versus like uh, um, Ryu. Ryu and Ken. And I feel like they did that purposely. Like, they want to be like, guys, they might, yeah, we are just, giving you this. Yes, you show you later. they were showing a lot more of those uh, like Kazuya kicking ass. And it was awesome. It was I good. think Heiachi is also going to be Heiachi is in there, sorry. Because they've done like, it's like Super Smash Brothers X Tekken. So it looks like the Tekken guys are giving it. Yep. So shout outs to that. Um, have you ever played Mario Party before? I have not. It was huge on N64. It did. I'd never like, played it. It's the best, man. I mean, yeah, that's super it's a, fun. It's party games. But it looks really bro, interesting. We used so we had it in uni. We had an, uh, my friend had an emulator. So he used <laughs> to, like, we used to play it using our keyboard and, like, controllers uh, that we had then. Like, those, you know, cheap USB fake controllers, <laughs> right? And we used to play Mario Party. And, bro, it was a lot of fun, man. We enjoyed it a lot. I mean, it looks fun. Especially now it has updated graphics and everything. Yeah. So looks they're doing, fun. like, I think they're, they're taking the best games from all those and then and giving them together. Revamp and they've put it. It's called Mario Party Superstars. So yeah, Superstars. Um, and then their big other announcement was that they've got a new Metroid game on the way. I saw it. Finally. Are you a Metroid fan? I used to play Metroid, but I, I fell off a bit because I wasn't really into it I, as much. I didn't even realize that Metroid has been there for so long. I remember I saw, I saw years, a lot. I'm like, wow, it's been... That was the anniversary. Like, this was the 35th anniversary. anniversary. And they're like, yeah, here you go, new game. <laughs> so the thing about Metroid is they've done like one, two, then... A lot of other companies, like they did like tie-ups with other companies. So you, you even have like a first-person Metroid game. Yeah, I saw that. It's called Metroid Prime, I think. Prime. And they have like Prime 1, 2, 3, and they have like other types. Um, they did, I think, come out a few years ago and say they're working on Metroid 4. That's what they said. And Still not out. And even it. in this press conference, like the E3, they said we're working on Metroid 4. That's what they said. But yeah, we're going to give you this other game, which yeah. is called Metroid uh, Dread. Dread. Looked really awesome. It looked good. Um, also, what the, I remember reading was that um, Nintendo did really well in the sense that you didn't have a lot of games having female protagonists. Mm. And Metroid is character Samus Iron. Samus is female. Yeah, she's female. So they're one of the early games that, at least back then, 1980-something, that they yeah. had a female protagonist. So, and a game solely directly got a female protagonist, which yeah, is really cool. Yeah, that's actually true. So yeah, shout out to Nintendo for that. Mm-hmm. And the Dread game looked awesome. Again, platformer. So like, and yeah. Metroid has always been like... It's always been a platformer. Yeah. Um. And then they did like a small this thing to tell you that Breath of the Wild Two is coming out. Oh, I mean, of course. Of that course. they said is probably coming out next year, not this year. Oh no, I don't think this year. Yeah. Next year makes makes more sense. Um. And then, yeah. So that was pretty much on Nintendo. The only thing that's yeah, I mean, Nintendo. Stand out for you. No, no. Nintendo. What Nintendo does is, do you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna show you their yeah, first. Yeah, the, the IPs. Like, hey, Mario is gonna be Mario Golf. Oh. So you know. They did do one mistake though. They leaked um, a game that Ubisoft was supposed to show. Oh, so have, they have this thing. Uh, it's called Mario and R- I think it's called Rabbids. Rabbids, yeah, Rabbids, yeah. yeah. And it's a Ubisoft Nintendo collaboration. Tie-up, right? yeah. 
and it's not fucked up and show the trailer for yeah, it. It's supposed it. to be on Ubisoft's yeah, uh, lineup of games, but yeah, yeah. they fucked up. But anyways, yeah, it's fine. It's cool. Um, but yeah, moving on to Square Enix. Square Enix. Square Enix obviously makes Final Fantasy, so they Final have like a Final Fantasy. Oh, so much fun. Um, but the big reveal this time was that they're doing a Guardians of the Galaxy game. Yes. So Square Enix owns Eidos Montreal. Eidos, Eidos. Eidos Montreal is doing Guardians of the Galaxy because mm-hmm. Crystal Dynamics are the ones who did the, um, the Avengers, Avengers game. Yeah. And they're the ones who do Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was very cool that, um, I mean, I'm happy Eidos is doing it. And it actually looked very interesting, the Guardians of the Galaxy game. It did. I was like, oh, this is really interesting. This is You totally control different. only Star-Lord though. Yeah. So um, but you in battle, you can use the other four and yeah. use the moves on You can use the special yeah. moves. So it looks very interesting. Yeah, because people were saying that, oh, because they remember, everybody remembers Avengers. Avengers, when it came out, buggy as hell. People did not like, like it, at it at all. all. Yeah, so yeah. people are looking at this game like, we hope that it's not another Avengers. Yes, yeah. Like I think... They have been updating the Avengers games. Oh yeah, totally. Now to it's a bit more make it more better. Stable. And um, they oh, even did show the DLC for it. Uh, yeah, the, uh, Wakanda, uh, Bla- Black, the Panther. Black Panther one. Yeah, that looks so interesting. You can play as like Black Panther now. So they that introduced that. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah, and Killmonger's. I think that no, no, not Killmonger. Claw. 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 Yeah. yeah. Whatever his name is. Yeah. Claw. South Claw, African Claw. Claw. It looks interesting. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what the story looks like because. I mean, as we were playing, you can see it was a little buggy, a little slow at times when they had so much stuff on the screen. The Avengers? No, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? Yeah, I mean, some parts where like it's kind of it's uh, the frame rate dropped a bit when there's so much stuff on the screen. Oh, Interesting. But I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's coming early. out. I think this year. It's coming out this year, October. Yeah, October, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. we shall see. I mean, I'm it looks sure they'll do updates and that. But I'm 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 hoping that it's not going to be like the way because I think the major complaint about the Avengers game was that. Um, they made a small game and then it's like later on they had to shoehorn a lot of these co Exactly. And this, I don't know, if they, I don't think it's a co-op because no, here you can only pay one as person. Peter Quill. And I think that's good because yeah. then it's his story in a way. So yeah, I yeah, like so that. Yeah, and there's a, they're bringing back the soundtracks and stuff from the movie. 30 songs. 30 licensed really tracks. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so yeah. I'm excited. And then they showed a review for this online RPG game called Babylon's Fall. Babylon's 4? Yeah. Let's see that. I mean, I, uh, nowadays, I mean, nobody's going to the. There's mo- a lot of online RPG online games. Exactly, like, there's a lot of online. I'm like, bro, I'm not even playing those. I've some of these games. I've never even heard of them. <laughs> but that's cool. I mean, I, I get that's what the money is because you pay to actually go online. Oh yeah, definitely. So that's what the money is. There was this thing called it. It I think coincided with E3 and started before E3 Summer Game Fest. Amazon, oh, yes. Amazon had a hand in this. They were because on the Prime. Yes, they were. Yeah, they were advertised um, sponsoring. I guess. Yeah, they were sponsoring it. And um, the big daddy that they showed in that was Elden Ring. Yes. And the Elden hmm. Ring pitch was basically like the the creator like of the front from from, from software games who've made like Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro. Oh, they had Souls games. Yeah. They had a tie up with George R. R. Martin. I think mm-hmm. he's the one behind the story. Yeah. So when they showed the trailer, it looked... <laughs> it looked fantastic. Very, like... It looked fantastic. Like, give us some gameplay, not like just CGI yeah, yeah, yeah. trailer, like Be- gameplay. Because they even put a release, a very specific release date to, mm. January 21st, 2022. So it looks like... I mean, <laughs> they're hoping there are no delays. <laughs> and yeah. so the thing is, I didn't know it was by From Software. So I'm yeah. like, wow, this looks awesome. It looks really good. Oh, man, this is going to be really cool. And then I said, I saw From Software, like... <laughs> so I'm gonna wait for you guys to buy it, and then if I think I can play it, then I'll play it. We hope it's better. I mean, yeah. some of these games that come out. Here. They also did a um, the trailer for Death Stranding, a director's cut. So I don't know what that was. So I mean, from the hints, it looks like they're gonna do make bring Metal Gear elements into Death Stranding. I don't know how because oh, Kojima, co- yeah, actually. Kojima, yeah, because he was teasing because the box. Net trailer I showed like yeah. What is the signal? I didn't understand the signal. So yeah, so in Metal Gear, what happens is that you can actually use a box to camouflage. So you can use a box, you can walk and uh, walk across the enemies and just stand still. The enemy can check it out like oh, it's a box and leave you alone. So I think they're trying to bring oh, that stealth. That explains okay. Yeah, so I was like, I feel like oh, that looks like Metal Gear. Like there's box. a whole box element. And I was like yeah, because if you played Metal Gear, you know that the box is a very interesting, interesting. idea. Okay, 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 okay. So I think they're gonna bring stealth, but I don't know how. It should be it should be interesting to see. There was a Jurassic World Evolution. Yeah, game. I saw that too. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm interested in that. I, mean, I don't if know. I can play the dinosaurs. Why not? I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. And Amazon has this game coming out called Lost Ark. 
I saw that, but I was. I think it's also again an online RPG. Yeah, same. Yeah, online. Yeah, it is an online game. Yeah, yeah online RPGs. Uh, multiplayer so. online, hmm. and uh, you can you can buy it either using Amazon or you can go to the website and buy and it. And buy from there. I sure. mean, like buy and that you have to pay for your membership or whatever. Yeah. But Amazon wants to come back. Hard oh, they want to. The to, to they've, totally. a, they've not been doing well, but nope. they said they're still dedicated to it. So maybe this lost arc thing could. Yeah, bring new people in. Yeah. It makes sense though. Um, also, Netflix did say they want to get into gaming. That was interesting to hear. And I'm like, ah, Netflix and gaming. The, their first game property is out. Oh, which one was it? Did you see it? The Stranger Things game. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's with Smite. I think Smite is yeah, a Smite me, yeah. Franchi- uh, uh, property. And Stranger Things is now part of it. Part of, yeah. So you play as Eleven and you can play as the police. I forgot his name. Um, oh, I forgot his name. Who yeah. takes her in. Like, the yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. And... They showed that you could play them. Didn't look very like wow. But yeah, but people I, might just go and try just because of the fact that they find the Stranger Things. Exactly. As am I as well. Exactly. So it kind of showed you that Netflix is now looking at this avenue because that's what the game. So if this game True. actually becomes a hit, Netflix also makes money out of it. True. And which, and Netflix. And I think they have a lot of properties. That yeah, because they, they. I mean, they're really pushing anime, so you can imagine them just saying, "Let's go into anime." Even with video their game. movies, like. They have that movie Extraction, which was an action. Yeah. Imagine if they make a first-person action game. Yeah, I mean, you have the properties. The character. I mean, so yeah, there's a whole make, avenue there. Sense, yeah. so. And then um, I found out about this series of games that I've never heard about before. Um, it's by a company called Supermassive Games. And Supermassive it's being published by Bandai Namco. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Supermassive Games made this game, mm-hmm. which was called Until Dawn. Yeah, that's the one where you could play it as Rami Malek, Hayden Panettiere, and basically mm-hmm. it's like a cabin in the woods thing. Yeah, and it's a horror game. It's a right? horror game, yeah. And it's like it has all these actors. It even had uh, Peter Stormy. Oh, you hear it? All the guys were in it. And it's basically like you're in a cabin and you have to play it. Um, I have the it's game. A story type story. Yeah, yeah. it's like you, and whatever choices you make will determine yeah. if you die or not. Exactly. And they did a type of Ben and Emco, and they have this thing called the Dark Pictures Anthology. Yes, I've seen those games, and, and I had no idea. <laughs> Yeah. about these things and turns out like um, this is the third one that they're doing it's called House of Ashes yeah because they had previous two, so, two yeah. yeah so it's like these horror and it's but I think it's um, I think the first two were PS exclusives I'm not very sure but I then I think, think now this is for all the platforms yeah they, and it looks very interesting because it, I also realized that there's a huge market for horror games People like to oh, play games and get... Oh, yeah, they, spook that. they love to, like, stream it online. online. Yeah, I think that's the appeal as well. Yeah. So this game has, like, the horror element, and it's, like, it's an anthology. So apparently what Namco said was that the reason they even did this tie-up was um, even if, like, the first two games maybe don't blow, maybe the third or fourth one will do so well that it will make people go back and check. play the first and Because one. now mean, games have gone digital, it's not like you need to... You, have to, you can buy it online, basically. Yeah, just buy online and play on I your mean, own. I mean, you don't have to buy a physical CD. So, like, a lot of games become more popular over time as well. Maybe the first True. year, yeah. you sell 100,000 copies, and then by the third year, they sold, like, 10 million, just yeah, because word of mouth. And, yeah, and people can so just then go the online. idea behind it is also mm-hmm. that. So it looks very interesting. And I think the other big announcement from the Summerfest was that the Evil Dead game is coming out. Yeah, I and saw that. Got, um, the actor himself, uh, whose name I forget. Uh, same, but what's the... Oh, I know. I, no, the character's name is Ash, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah Ash is the name. But what the fuck is his name, man? <laughs> we're so sorry, guys. We're old people. We forget names. Yeah, I mean, it was Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, thank you. Yeah. So Bruce Campbell did the voiceover for the trailer. Yeah, it looks really and good. And it looked awesome. Look yeah. really good. Yeah, really Love really how good. it looks. Yeah. He's, he uses powers and stuff. To yeah. <laughs> and oh, like nice. they show that you could really go all out in the Evil Dead game and you could play a bunch of characters. And you can play as think, the demons too. Yeah, I think, again, you can play single or co-op as well. Yeah, exactly. That's a new um, strain. But yeah, that was like the big thing from Summer Game Fest. Moving on, um, Gearbox, I think only one game no, caught my fancy. Not big. No, no, that was Godfall. Yeah. Which they did show on the PS5. Yeah. But this was that to announce they come on PS4. Yeah. Would you want to buy on PS4 or would you wait for a PS5? I'll be a PS5. I don't... Even Godfall, it, I saw the reviews and it wasn't great. Great, yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm like... But I want to play hack and slash games. Maybe. I mean, yeah, true. I mean, it looks... I mean, of course, they'll improve the game over time. So yeah, yeah. I, I, might, I might play it. Um, then Ubisoft had its... Um, yeah, Ubisoft. <laughs> Ubisoft is funny. I'm like, they have so many games. I'm like, why are you game? it's ridiculous, the kind of this thing. Yo. I think one... Okay, so one announcement was that Assassin's Creed has a... Uh, Valhalla as a DLC. Yeah, a new DLC. Um, and I'm like, I've heard the game is so big. And oh, like, you're it's gonna do a, You're going to get DLC as well. Yeah, so, well, so not a whole story. Guys. 
And then another thing was that so they showed a new Rainbow Six game, which is a spin-off of the old one. Yeah. I think Rainbow Six Siege. And it's a spin-off. You have to kill aliens. And this it's called, is, um, so the game was initially called Rainbow Six Quarantine. Yeah, Quarantine. But because of the pandemic, yeah, they they've been forced to change the name to Extraction. Extraction. Looked interesting. Again, only multiplayer. You can't play That's the problem. No single player. So yeah, I mean, Rainbow Six, majority of the time has been like more multiplayer. I think even Siege was also online. Yeah, so it was online. But yeah, I would like to play a single player. Same. Yeah. But I me, mean, I, was, I was disappointed. I'm like, I'm waiting for a, spent, a new Splinter Cell game and I'm disappointed I haven't gotten anyone. The Tom Clancy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ubisoft makes it right. Yes. And I'm like, it's been like years since they've announced <laughs> anything. I'm like, yo, because the last one was really, really good. And I'm like, yo, because it, it went from just being stealthy to being action. It was like, um, is it Mission Impossible? Kind of like Mission Impossible type games. Ooh, nice. So yeah, and I was like, this is really good. So why don't you continue it and keep making game? But like, no, nothing so far. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. I think what is also happening is that the narrative, of, like the gaming narrative has changed a lot now to a point where, um, like, if you see... The, definitely single player games are being made yeah but sometimes I also feel like they keep shoehorning multiplayer elements inside they do. because of replay v- value yeah and by the thing about even the last Splinter Cell they had a co-op game and it was really good it was like it was like a spy type this thing you play as an agent mm-hmm. and your partner comes to play as another agent so like you're Russian it's a Russian agent and you're an American agent and okay. you have to do like missions together nice and in the end you, the end is a really good twist because then you have to kill one another and it's oh, a really good okay. game, and it has a different endings. If you if the Russian spy kills the American, that's a different ending. So this was the multiplayer, but yeah, it does oh, a co-op. Then okay. I was like, this is really impressive because did it? It's a single player and it's a co-op, and co-op. it really worked really well. Oh, okay, nice. Um, they also showed a trailer for Far Cry Six. Yes, I mean, a bit, have I've you been seen played the Far Cry games before. I've played one and two, but I haven't played the three and four and five and five. I've got about five. One was actually by Crytek, and yeah. they are the guys who made Crisis, so it was a proper FPS. Um, I never played that. I played Far Cry 2 thinking it was like Far Cry. Mm-hmm. So like, it came out when I was in uni and I didn't know. And then I started playing it and it's like open world. Oh, yeah, open world. And it's set in world. Africa so you can like get malaria. Yeah, and I think at that point, I wasn't very used to those kind of open world games. Yeah. Open world RPG, RPG games especially. RPG shooter games, yep. Like I wasn't used to that kind of a game so I didn't particularly enjoy it. Um, Never visited it. I don't think I want to. <laughs> um, Far Cry Three was. Uh, I played like ten, like thirty ten minutes. minutes of it, and I stopped. Like Again, I don't think I had an appreciation for those kind. Because you see, I think true. for me, I was also kind of drilled in the head that FPS means you just go all out. You just go, game. just go shoot. This bang, whole bang. open world thing doesn't like. And you know, like Far Cry Three, you have to like, you know, you have to get like um, resources, then pull, yeah, then put it together, yeah. And I wasn't this thing. Till I decided to buy Far Cry 5 for some reason. Yeah, Far Cry 5, I saw like the reviews and I'm like, this is... Far Cry 5 was fun. Looks really Honestly, good. Honestly, it was actually a very nice game. Um, you basically end up in Redneck Town of America and you have to exactly. deal with these Exactly. And, it's, and it's, um, the story is actually pretty good. It's too. pretty good. And I had a lot of fun with it, actually. I'm surprised that I actually enjoyed it, but mm-hmm. I did. So I'm very excited to play Far Cry 6. It looks which has Gus... Um, Gus Fring name. from Breaking Bad. Yeah, his name is uh, Giancarlo Esposito. I mean, he's, he's just basically... And, I mean, I he's, just, he's too popular known as Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Yeah. But yeah. So he plays this, I think, what, evil dictator kind of guy. Yeah, and it's, it's, almost like, it's almost like Cuba. Yeah, in yeah. Way, and yeah. The, the, the trailer looked really interesting. It looked really good. So I mean, I, yo, there's, is there that same game that like, the, the gun that shoots... No. There's a trailer I watched. I can't remember what the game was, but they had a gun that shoots three um, CDs, and it was fantastic. It could be the DLCs for one of the Far Cry. Because like Far Cry, I think Far Cry Four had like these very like out yeah. of the world DLCs. Yeah, you like can it. play as the villains yeah, in yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah, no, that's yeah, yeah. So Far Cry Six had a DLC where you can play like three of the villains from their previous games. So three, you can play as Vaz, four the villain, and then five yeah. the villain. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it looked good. I mean, it's a female protagonist now. It's not, I'm not a male. Yes. I was like, okay, that's interesting. And now, they also showed the... Um, what do you call it? Um, they showed the trailer for Avatar. It's called yeah. Avatar um, Frontiers of Pandora. Yeah. And they were saying that the thing with... Um, so, okay, first of all, 
everybody has to now know that Arthur is not a Disney property. Yeah, we need not to because that. they bought it outright, but they bought Fox and Fox, yeah, Fox owns, the property, owns property. So it's yeah. theirs now. Yeah. Disney owns everything, guys. Disney, <laughs> Disney owns everything. Yes. It's scary. Fuck Disney. No, actually, no. No, no, no actually, Disney. Makes actually, no, fuck them because of what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Just buying property. Um, Microsoft, basically. So they were saying that with Arthur, right? The fact that, you know, ever since Arthur released, he's been. Making two, three, four, and together apparently, right? Yeah, and I'm like, and nobody has any clue what's happening. It's so secretive. So the fact that they showed a trailer for a game means that they got some sort of green light from him. Yeah, and there's going to be some sort of tie-in. It's a tie-in to the one, yeah. Because and that's the thing. So Ubisoft is making it. So which again came back to original point that Mm. Disney did show a lot of their properties this time around because they showed. So you had like Microsoft Bethesda lineup. They had the Pirates of the Caribbean game that Microsoft is taking care of Mm -hmm. by Rare Studios. Yeah. Then Square Enix is doing um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. And now you have um, these guys, Ubisoft doing Avatar. Avatar. So there are a lot of Disney property games coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely interesting to see how much, how it will, be, it will come hmm. out. Because I remember there's a first <laughs> Avatar game that came out. It wasn't good. Has there... Okay. What I want to ask is that have there been very good like movie, TV show adaptation games I think the Mad Max game was really good, which was came it? out after Fury Road, which was kind of set in that universe. Okay. But I've not... There's still been a lot. Like, the best one that I know of is Riddick, Chronicles of Riddick. What? I, okay, I've never played the Riddick game. Oh, that's a really, really good game. It came out on Xbox 360, I think. And it was a really... Well, listeners, if you feel like we've missed... like, Because I don't remember the last time an adaptation of a... That's like, a from a one. movie or film... Yeah, tie-in. It's true. Yeah, I mean, because most of the time, it's just, like, cash grab. Like, just want to just say, oh, yeah. Grabs. I yeah, hate that. And I hate I that. I think the PS had a lot of them. They had a lot of them. Like, everything is like, oh, yeah, we got a movie, every game for this movie, go play. Like, no, it's bad. <laughs> just like the Avatar game. The Avatar game wasn't great. It had potential, but it wasn't great. Maybe now it'll be better, I guess. I think because they're building it kind of, like, alongside the movie, yeah, so which yeah. makes more sense. And... D- before we kind of end it, um, there was this company that I didn't even know existed, and they have a bunch of properties under them. They're called Koch, Koch, Koch Media. It's a German company. Koch Media. So basically, um, it's a German company, and then they have this conglomerate of games. It's called Primetime. Hmm. So they did a. Um, they have like studios from across the world. They have like an Icelandic studio. They have like a Korean studio, and some of these people have existing properties. So one of the games they showed was this game called Gungrave. G-O-R-E Gore and it's like this third person shooter and it looks so Gungrave did a trailer in 2019 to show the game and I think it's an existing series because it's a PS2 game and then like and it looked pretty interesting they have not had any release and then during Hmm. this E3 they showed a trailer from Gungrave um, which looked pretty interesting Um, there was this game called um, so like when you read about if you go online right Mm -hmm. and you check out the they have like a press release and like they have like on their website and they're like they own a bunch of studios and they've told you that the number of games that are coming out <laughs> from them here. There was this game also called um, Final Form. Final Form? Yeah, it was, it's by these same guys, um, who they're Coach Prime guys. Um, I think, one second, I'm trying to remember what the Final Form was. It's an FPS game which again looks very out there <laughs> looks really awesome these, these yeah most of the FPS are just crazy the thing about it I liked is I looked very different and here's the thing right um, what do you call it I think they have also like kind of showed you that studios across the world can exist mm. so they own all of mm-hmm. them and then they're like oh they're publishing the games at least mm-hmm. so you have like a Korean studio and they're, they're kind of like we're trying to tell you that we have studios across the world, world yeah and it's not just America or Japan that's doing so the they're giving different stories. Like other thing, yeah. Makes sense. Um, there was this game also which looked very interesting. I'm trying to remember the name, guys. Um, one second. I think it was called Scars Above. Scars Above? Which which um, studio was that? It's by Madhead Games. <laughs> Madhead. Yeah, and they they showed... The, one second. I'm tra- guys, I'm very sorry for this, you know. Damn it. I'm trying to remember, like... Yeah, okay. Now I remember the story. So, basically, Scars Above, right? It's set in... Uh, it kind of reminded me of Returnal. Mm. Because it's about somebody on an alien planet mm. exploring. And it's, again, third-person shooter. Mm. And you control this woman who's like... And it's, again, a female protagonist. Wow. So, it kind of felt like Returnal, <laughs> yeah, it looks, right? It sounds like Returnal. Um, 
Returnal's obviously thing was it's a roguelike, so if yeah. you die, you have to start over again, again, that kind of thing. This didn't tell you if it was a roguelike or not. It just showed you, but play. it just showed you like it showed gameplay. Okay. So it wasn't just like, um, oh yeah, this this like they showed a, b- a bunch of gameplay, like six minutes of gameplay, or seven minutes, and they showed you like different enemies and how you have to kill them and different hmm. guns. Looks amazing, looks good. promising, and it's you know those kind of like unsettling kind of games like Planet, Quiet, Creepy, and then yeah, and then things come out, yeah, yeah. So it looked damn interesting, huh. and so they had like a bunch of games that they showed. Um, the last, so this three caught my eye, um, and again, like I was very, and there was a game called Dolmen as well, which is like, Dolmen. so this is what the game is, the story is. It's a third-person action RPG with a Lovecraftian plot that calls players to find what's behind the darkest secret of the universe. <laughs> so you you get it, right? Like, it's, there's, there's okay. so much. I think what I came to also understand and appreciate is that there's a game for everybody now. There is. You can make any... I mean, look at like this game, Life is Strange. I mean, who thought they that They also game? had a lot of press during E3 because I, yeah. they, they, I think Square Enix owns Square the Enix owns, yeah. And they were showing that they were bringing it to PS5 or one of those. Yeah, like, they're, bringing like, it, yeah, yeah. they're bringing it to the new consoles now. So yeah, I mean, there's a game for everybody. There's I mean, even games that they use to help people who have depression. Yeah. And like, they're called mood elevators, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's like... I couldn't even watch all the like the I think there was Steam Fest. Steam Fest so like the trailer good. had like fifty games in four minutes. So many games, man. And I was like, yeah, I can't. You know. <laughs> yeah, I can't. And then there's two, there was like the two other groups that also did. I still haven't watched. That's a lot so of people came and displayed their games, and I've come to realize that especially on like the Steam Fest, showed a lot of indie games. Oh, the indie a lot games, of old dear. Platformers. Yes, the indie games, like are platformers old that look old, like old games, yeah. retro games. Yeah. Yeah, the indie games are just like coming all over um, the place. Because the thing about indie games also is that. Like when you read Press Reset, the book, or even you read about thing, three guys sitting at home can make an indie game and they, go yeah, big. Right? Yeah, they true. don't even you because only AAA studios need that kind of level. Yeah, big. Yeah, big numbers. Because like those kind of games, you need to have like 50, 60 hours of gameplay. True. Maybe an indie game doesn't need that much. Or thing yeah. about indie games also, you can keep updating it over time. Right? Yeah, to yeah. add, to add new features, new add new features, levels, yes. everything. Which so is cool. you know, like I realized that. There's a literally a game for everyone. You don't have to even if you're like somebody who doesn't play games, you can still find something. There's for something for everybody to play. I mean, and I mean, Nintendo has showed you that hey, you don't need those big, big yeah, AAA games. You don't look at the Switch; it's just doing crazy. And then there's also been a lot of push to make mobile exclusive games, like for mobile phones. Yeah, now that's been a lot of people game on the mobile phone. That's well, being right? pushed. I mean, Call of Duty is now moving to mobile. Yeah. The shooter map games are moving to mobile. I think so PUBG as well. PUBG, yeah. Fortnite can be for- on the phone. Exactly. So and most of the games. The are thing now. also is that I think at some point people like when they were releasing PS4 and the Xbox One, mm. they were scared that oh, yeah, yeah. mobile games might stop console gaming. I remember that part. Yeah. Obviously, that's what happened. Console gaming is like, still like, still making big. so much money still. Right now. But basically, there's a pie that everybody can share. Yeah, basically. And more and more companies are looking to get into grab that pie. So, yeah. True. But anyways, um, that was our E3 thoughts and, you know, coverage. If you guys feel like we should have discussed any of the game, let us know. Yeah, let us know. And please let us know if there are games that the the adaptation has been good. We're hoping yes. Evil Dead is good. But yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, we've been let Look down before. Evil Dead, yeah, we've been let down before, but that's true. So, yeah. So, so we'll see. Thank you guys for listening to Two Guys, One Controller. This was the 14th episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right.